Welcome to Ignite Purpose. This is Christina Foxwell, and this is take two. <laughs> Uh, the Gifts of Imperfection. I am so thrilled to have Jacqueline Arnold, Arnold with me today. Ja- Jacqueline's, or Jackie as I call her, is based in Canada and I'm in Australia. And if there were ever kind of soul sisters, I think we might have met our soul sister because we're so similar in the work and the passion we have. And I am so excited to share some some talk time with you so that we can inspire the leaders and the people that are listening to us. Now, before we get going, I am going to um, just read the statement uh, that's on your business website on LinkedIn so that everyone gets a good sense of who you are. All right. There is a leader inside of almost all of us. We work with you and your team from the inside out, helping to bring energy, collaboration, innovation, focus, and ultimately a sense of meaning and purpose to the work where people um, purpose to the work where people and results thrive. I'm excited. All right, Jackie, don't you want to introduce yourself to everybody? Thank you so much for having me here. Yes, my name, I go by Jackie. Um, and yeah, so I, I'm a coach and it's been a bit of a journey for me to transform into a coach. My background is human resources. And so I've spent many years sort of coaching people in the space of of that. And about uh, four years ago, four or five years ago, I decided to become a coach. And it's been such a, a amazing transformation for me. Yes. It's really changed the way that I approach the work I do, the way I coach leaders, uh, the way that I am in my personal life. And it's just, um, it's just so exciting to, to be able to be in that space. Do you think it's true that they say, sorry about the feedback, do you think it's true they say, you can't give what you don't have? Pardon me, say that again. You can't give what you don't have. Oh, yeah. I, I, that is so, it's so true. I mean, I, I think um, there is so much strength inside of us, and it's about tapping into who we are, grounding with ourselves. And when we can fill ourselves up, we can give so much more out into the world. All right. Now, I love that. How do you, how do you go about, how do you go about filling yourself up? Oh, what a great question. Um, You know, I think for me, it's really, I mean, it's really about this introspection, really spending the time. And actually, when I, when I first became, uh, went through the coaching process, I actually needed to go to therapy as well. So I had to do some inner work. Um, There was some healing that I need. You're laughing. Maybe, you know, maybe you're similar. I am Um, the same. (laughs) I had to do a bit of therapy because there were some things that I had to heal. And things that I had to know from my, you know, growing up and from different experiences that that I was taking on um, as my fault, as shame, as, you know, um, that were really taking away from me to be able to feel joyful. And so I I did some therapy and then I went back to coaching. I I was, I, I actually hired a coach and it was the, you know, the very best thing I've done for myself in my life. It really unlocked um, the narratives that I had about myself. It unlocked the uh, self-doubt. I began to become aware that we all have self-doubt, right? We all all have a voice in our head. We all have narratives. And so what it really helped me to do was to grab a hold of those things, right? To, To understand, start being curious with myself, what's real, what's not real, um, balance, and then be able to show up, be the person that I've always wanted to be. Oh, and so, 
so, so, so rewarding. And all I can say is that being able to experience a true, true sense of joy. I think when we walk, when we, when we walk through the pain, so you've got a little feedback. When we walk through that pain, we start experiencing when we release it, such joy and such acceptance. Yes. And that's it. It's the self-acceptance. It's the ability to accept yourself for who you are in any given moment with all your imperfections and to be okay with that, right? And to be just just in the moment, right? To be more present. Oh. Not worrying about what happened in the past, not worry about what's going to happen tomorrow, to really just enjoy moment to moment. And it's a, it's a true gift. So I often talk about... I talk about love or fear and mm-hmm. love for me is being able to be comfortable being present with myself today. Fear is when I am so overwhelmed by such fear of rejection, not being accepted, not being good enough, potentially failing, not getting it right, all those crazy messages. Yet love tells me you are perfectly imperfect. Everything about you is just the way it needed to be. You are, the journey you've been on is not a negative journey. It's the journey so that you can help others. There is um, such grace in love. Yes, I completely agree with you. It's, um, and, and what I'm, the piece that, I, that resonates with me is that it's, it's, even though there's sadness and pain and fear in the past, it truly is everything that you need to be the person that you are. And how do you know great joy if you haven't experienced, you know, sorrow or sadness? And so it almost, to me, it, like, it makes it exponential, <laughs> the, the joy that you feel and just in simple things, right? I think I can remember a time where it was about, well, if I just get this, I'll be happy when I'm done you know, this thing, or when I, you know, get my first house, or when I, you know, get promoted, or when I, all of those things, and what I realized now, it was about none, none of those things, No. but that was, you know, I had my, wired my brain to think it was about the external things, when in fact, it's really about the love and the acceptance of self, it's, uh, it's very powerful. It's a glorious place to plant ourselves from, that place of self-acceptance. It's not easy. No, (laughs) it's not easy. It's hard. It's, it's, it's um, painful to go through a process sometimes of, you know, what's the fear and, and working through that, but um, step by step by day by day and and you're never done. No, you're never done. So, so here's a thought for you. You work with leaders, right, Jackie? You work Uh with leaders in organizations. Often when I go in, because we're working on the self first, sometimes the leader, the senior executive goes, no, no, don't, don't just help them out of that crying position. Just get them to do the stuff I want them to do. (laughs) Um, But sometimes we've got to start in the pain in order to get where we've got to go. Uh, But it's not always easy. How do you find it in the corporate space working from the inside out what do you find is some of the key lessons you you're learning well and I guess I would 
say, yeah, I mean, I guess I would start by saying that even though my journey was to do some therapy, certainly not everybody needs to start there. Right? <laughs> I think my journey is different. So I just want to acknowledge that when you're working in an organization, um, it's, you know, everything that the organization wants are the external things, you know, more sales, better leadership, better engagement. Um, and, the you know, while you can say that, and, and this is what I've learned just over my, my whole career now in reflection is that when you want to get people to do things, sometimes there's barriers to getting them to do that. Mm-hmm. And so by starting on the inside, by understanding things like what their strengths are, whether what they value, what's important mm-hmm. to them, what, um, what their fears are, that that awareness helps them realize what it is that they're strong in already what it is that they need to still grow with what their where their development is and then they this awareness helps them make the choice about how to move forward towards that and i think as a coach we really sort of help kind of you know get to the heart of what the issue is with them kind of help dig around a little bit um, get some clarity and then work with them okay so with this new awareness what would be you know the first step uh, that, or the, a few steps that you'd like to take to move forward and so um, you know it could still be the same you know the same steps that you might otherwise pick but if you do, it doesn't come from the person if they can't connect to what they need to do then my experience is they just they just can't do it because they're there's that, that block in the way and they don't know what it is Um, yeah so that's the approach I take is we try to do it strength-based what do you what's already going well for you um what can we build on you know what would be the next step and and to move them towards that I'm excited that you say that I'm excited (laughs) you're excited yes because it's the truth if I'm a ballerina and you ask me to play football I'm going to be a really bad football player, mm-hmm. but I might be the perfect ballerina. Yeah. And I think sometimes what I've, what I've recognized, and because I've also led teams and people, is everybody is perfect the way they are. And some people fit really well somewhere, and some people need to find the place they fit really well. Because to try and force fit who I am into the mold of expectation is hard. But expectations are important for leaders too in a performance organization because if you don't communicate them, people won't know what you expect and and what the rhythm needs to look like. So it's almost insane, right? (laughs) There's a lot going on for a leader, right? There's a lot to to in terms of, you know, how do I feel comfortable in my skin and who I am and show up that way? And Mm. I, um, I always say it's like, you know, wearing a pair of jeans that's too that are too tight, right? You, that doesn't feel very good. So it's it's you can't breathe and you can't you know move in the same way. And so um, it's about kind of understanding, you know, who is it that you are, so that you can move freely and meet you know the expectations of the organization and grow and pull your team along and help them grow and develop as well. And so. Um, you know, I, and I kind of think over the years of coaching leaders, you know, lots of times people would come and say, ask for my advice. I was always in that advisory role. And yes. so I would tell them, you know, here's, here's the steps. And yet people struggled um, in doing those steps because it wasn't them. There was something we weren't getting to. And so 
um, the power of what is it for you? What does it look like? How would you, how do you see yourself doing that? Um, and still aligning with the organization is it's just a tremendous way to help them achieve that and, and do it in a very authentic way. I love that you've said that. It has to be authentic. Yes. And it's a choice. Yeah, and it comes from choice, right? And that's where even just we talk about engagement in the workplace. If we can come from choice, then we, you know, we are standing in our power, right? In our way of doing it. And when when we're doing something because somebody told us to do it, well, you know, we're just, you know, we're just being compliant. And that doesn't get us the level of engagement and the level of results that we look for. So it's 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 pretty powerful um, to take that you know, to just take a different approach. So what I talk about in our practice, if you can hear me, can you hear me all right? Yeah, just, you just can a little bit, that's all. Okay, is often that accountability piece, which is linked to choice. In any performance organization, we always talk about accountability. And so many organizations have accountability as one of their values. But the challenge is, in order to bring accountability to life, accountability for me is almost saying, we'd love you, we'd love you to choose to be self-aware, connected, own it, um, see it, be purposeful. We'd love you to be successful here, but that's accountability. We just need you to show up. I like Brene Brown's, um, th- you know, when she reads out the Theodore Roosevelt's The Man in the Arena. Mm-hmm. And are you in the arena? That's showing up. That's yes. being accountable. And you know what? The challenge is it's never going to be perfect. It's always no, going to be hard. Yeah. But there's freedom in showing up. There's freedom. Oh, there's freedom. There's, there's um, And that's the gift right? It's the gift of, it's, it's the greatest fear. And yet when you're able to do it, it gives you the greatest gift of freedom, right? It's scary. It's putting yourself out there. Um, but then it gives you, I always say, you know, you know, um, joy is on the other side of your comfort zone. (laughs) And I'll just share this little story of, of even when I did my coach training, I can remember this, um, it, you know, you would be, you know, you'd be training with others, um, like in an online format and having to coach somebody else and the fear of judgment, the fear of what people are going to think, the fear of, boy, did I ever mess that up for me was such a huge growth opportunity to move through that, be there, put your hand up, say, I want to practice because I'm going to get the best learning. And it was the most tremendous learning opportunity for me because I stepped into that beginner's mindset and that's that's really what it's about it's it's stepping into that beginner's mindset um I'm gonna trip and fall on this journey of trying to be the best me but I'm gonna learn and that's the only way I love that you've said that because when we coach people so sometimes when I'm coaching people I can see there's such fear as we're helping them wrestle through where they've got to get to, just in case I might judge them. Yes. Yeah, and for me, I I want to stand in deep empathy. I want to stand right next to them. And if I'm having a reaction to what they're saying, that means there's something in me that I really need to work through as a coach after that session. Because 
something that they're saying or doing is sparking off a growth opportunity for me versus them not being good enough. Hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, uh, I love that you said deep empathy, right? It's standing in deep empathy. And I think that's what you learn when you become a learner, when you are, when you step into growth, you, you learn deep empathy for yourself and you learn it for each other. Right. And so that's the true gift is when, you know, you can bring that out into the world and just, you know, accept people for what is and, and, and hold that space for people. I love that. Accept, accept people for what is. It is what it is. It is. You know, it, it is. It's not perfect. Not, life is not perfect at all. No. My husband and I were talking about this dream of a white picket fence. So my dad was a minister a pastor mm -hmm. of a church and I grew up with this vision Jackie in my heart that I needed to I knew I was I, w I had to serve people and work in the community but my challenge was that I wanted the white picket fence but and why could that white picket fence elude me it's just not fair right actually it's more than fair it's joyous because as soon as I fixate on that white picket fence being my measure of acceptance success and love it will never be there for me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I think yes. it's shifting the dial, right? Like you just said, from, it has to be from the inside out versus from the outside in. Absolutely. And we tie ourselves to outcomes, right? Like I think I had the white picket fence is some sort of an outcome for you, right? Or was some sort of an outcome. And when I have that, then I will have arrived in this life and I will have achieved you know, what I think that, that I needed to. And, um, you know, you can stare out at that, that white picket fence and go, okay, so, so, so now what? <laughs> That's the Where's thing. The joy I'm supposed to feel now from this object. <laughs> That's the thing. I, re I remember welcoming my daughter into the world. And I'm one of those people that always work towards something. So I worked really hard when I was 21, when I got married, I beaded my own bodice of this wedding dress. It took me nine months. I made all the confetti myself, handmade. I did everything that I poured myself into. And once the wedding was over, I said to my mom, this is really strange, but what now? And she said, what do you mean? I said, I've worked so hard for this. And I, it really feels empty. And then I had my daughter um, who works with us. She's one of the consultants here, great gift. Uh, she's about to become a mother herself. And I know, and, and so I, I had her and I said to my mom again, oh, mom, I've hit that stage again. What now? You know, and as I've gone through all the stuff I've walked through, I now look back at it and I say, it's not about those things that I wait to make me happy. It's about living today graciously, welcoming today in and just walking through today, walking through this moment, this moment. Yes. Yes. And taking it in. Take it in. Yes. Take it in because you know what? If I worry anxiously about the next moment, I miss this moment entirely. Absolutely. That's crazy but Absolutely. true, right? It's so true. It's so true. I can think of you know, I I'm I'm not a worrier, 
I, so I've not been that one that worries as much about what happened as much as I worry about what if I'm not getting to where I want to be fat fast enough. Like yes. I worry more about tomorrow. That's more has been more my worry. And so, you know, it's it's yeah. As I say, it's a worry, but it's 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 about you know what I what, you know. Do I need to move faster? Do I need to and and the recognizing that I'm actually I'm on my own journey and moving at the right pace you know, is the, is the grounding piece for me when I, when I, you know, when I go there, because we're a work in progress. It's not like I never go there anymore. It's about recognizing as quickly as I can that I'm there and bringing myself back to balance. It's true. Um, And because you worked in corporate (laughs) and you were a business leader, we we're so used to having to build this strategy for the business over the next 12 months how are we going to bring the strategy to life what are we going to orchestrate? we get taught that like in leadership it's That's part right. of those key fundamentals but then you run your own practice mine is called ignite purpose yours is i heart what i do i love it you like that love so so it's a different component of making a difference and of course it's a business but if we try and build this huge big corporate strategy it just doesn't seem to always move that way i know when i started the practice i wrote a business plan jackie i was going to have five people at the end of the year and i mean i even knew i had funding i had to make it all happen myself and i was going to do this and i was going to do that and we were going to have this and my husband who's an accountant laughed at me because we both come from the same industry he said tina because he calls me tina so you can call me tina jackie he goes, Tina, like, oh, what are you doing? I know you're really excited, but shouldn't you just do the basics that you love? And I went, no, I'm going to do all these amazing things. And then I almost fell over a year later because I had adrenal failure. I was pumping on adrenaline so badly to prove my worthiness versus going, well, what, what do I really have that when I give it away it's going to be beautiful for someone else and can I do that every single day to the point where Uh it'll be a fair exchange of what I have for what they need wonderful that's wonderful and and that's I think that's it right it's the faith that I'm doing the right things today that are going to move me to where I want to be in the future and if I keep doing those right things more things open up right and if I trust myself right if I trust myself right not just you know, just on the surface trust from the inside, right? And I think that is such a powerful gift. And and in my coaching work with leaders, it's, you know, oftentimes I find myself saying, you know, you have everything inside of you. Um, you know, sometimes we want to look externally to see what other people think and what does Google say and what is... And sometimes we have to just know that we are prepared and we are ready for this moment yes. and that we can just step into it and and as you step into the arena as you know to, to what yes. we talked about earlier and 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 just let yourself go there and what happens will happen it will and happen. you will learn you know what both yeah. our, both our journeys are, are so similar so having been single mums you know walking a journey going into corporate finding these beautiful people that stand next to us and support us so much opportunity to not end up where we are right now but the reason we have ended up where we are right now is exactly a faith walk you know yeah i was on the phone my mom and my dad and mom still pray with me and i was on the phone the other day and i said okay they said all right 
what, what are we doing? And I, we shared a bit of love and I said, all right, dad, now's the time we pray for a little bit of faith for me so that I, so that I can step into what I can't see and accept that I've already got more than enough, not just enough, more than enough. And not so that mm. I can be, but so that we can really do the work we do and make the difference. And, you know, like I'll use an example. You know that book that you've now ordered some copies for Canada. Woohoo! When it lands yes, on Canadian so soil, Oscar is going to take over the world. Um, <laughs> not really. If we can make a difference to the way people think and children engage, life will be better. And um, uh, it took me twelve months to put out that small little book because I freaked out, freaked out entirely. Um, and I kept asking people's opinions and there were so many different opinions. And then this person said I needed to run a forum and test it on children. And I'm going, really? I've got to talk to children about shame. None of them are going to love it, you know, and, and they're going to really find it hard, hard as I'm talking about it. Like, I don't know if that's going to go down like a hoo-hoo moment or a, oh, that's, that's thoughtful. Um, and I needed to be, oh, that's thoughtful. Um, and, uh, then I think after I had some sessions with my coach slash therapist, I also have a coach, Robert. Um, he's, you know, we, we really wrestled through this piece. Why, what am I really scared of? And I said, I was so scared that I would be judged because knowing the way I speak and think is in two languages, I know that something's not going to be perfect. And he went, and? And so what? What's the message? And so I got it together, sorted it out. I, put, I said to my team, it's going to be out by December. And I had flapping happening here because they were all like, Ooh, no, we're not ready. We need some more time. And I just went, got to do it. If we don't get it out by Christmas, like we're not going to get it out. We just need to push through this piece. And I know it's uncomfortable. Uh, and we did. And you know what? I'm glad we did. And now we've got the second book on the way, which is Unicorn. It's a book about belonging and not fitting in. And just bringing our strengths and gifts the way it is and knowing we can plug it in in the right place. And I, one of my favorite sentences, Jackie, out of the book is, I don't need to be a zebra, a monkey, a hedgehog, a cat, a giraffe. I just need to be me. Oh, I, I know. It. Isn't that great? Oh, I love it. And that's it. And I love that you are writing children's books because I think, um, and even a client of mine wrote a book um, I think adults can learn so much Absolutely. from a children's book, you know, and so it's, it's for children and it's for adults. And I think we, you know, as adults, we have the feelings that children have around belonging, around what will people think. We just have grown up bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trying to convince a, a client, a CEO yesterday, we were going to do a strategy session on managing time. And I asked her if we could have a Mad Hatter's tea party. And I, I could see her looking at me, and then I went, "Okay, no, we'll we'll do it the, we'll do it the, we'll just do it the professional way." Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but sometimes I think it's we've lost sometimes the ability to be really comfortable in our creativity and our childlikeness, and like I've recoined it now. If people ask me if it's a children's or an adult book, I go, "It's a human book." Oh, I love that. And they go, really? And I go, it's about being a human. It's about, I don't care what age of your life you are, it's about being a human. I would love for bookshops and for libraries to have a human section about humans. Okay. 
you know, um, stories to inspire humans about humans. And I think that's what we need. I, I love that. And, and um, yeah, I, I think somewhere along the line we forgot, you know, as, especially as we enter the corporate world, right? Yes. You put on that, and I know Brene Brown talks about it, you put on your armor, right? And, and I feel like as coaches, you know, we're there sort of helping people take that off. That's our job. <laughs> help them connect who they are because that's the person that we need. We need that human in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, and I, and you, you know, as I, I say, there's a leader in everyone. It's everybody in the workplace. Yes. We need to take off that armor yes. and bring their best selves mm-hmm. because that's how we, we do good things. Right? Not by trying to, it's just so much energy we waste in trying to pretend who we are, um, hiding who we really are. And, and the humanness we're all just people with fears all of us have them uh you know we like maybe we like to pretend we don't have them but we do (laughs) and you know the faster and quicker we can acknowledge that then you know the the happier we're going to be and the more that we're going to be able to help the world you know i don't think i'd be able to be sitting here talking to you about this if i hadn't done my work if i hadn't done the inside work that I needed to do, I would have been afraid and the world would miss out on this. Exactly. This conversation and even your videos, I was watching your videos on LinkedIn that you were doing, Jackie. Keep doing them. Thank you. Keep doing them. I I was doing some of mine and then my travel schedule went bananas, but I also realized that's an excuse. I've got to just get back to doing it. Um, But keep doing them because the messages that we put out there for people we don't know who is going to pick it up today and it's going to make a difference to their lives so how about yes it doesn't matter how old you are you can always you can always connect back with yourself and and grow you know whether you're 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 15 or 25 or 45 or 65 i mean i have some clients in their 60s and and it's not too late it never is. I ran a high performance session yesterday and I had age groups from late 20s through to late 60s in the session and the the one delegate who was mid to late 60s she is charming but we spoke about armor and one of her armor areas is um, oh gosh it's not sarcasm it's um, being able to point out that you haven't done it perfectly, you know, and, mm. and she knows that. And we were talking through that. And actually, I love it when she's in the sessions because I can see her going through that deep reflection piece, really having a look at what it means to her and wrestling through her armor. And to me, that is growth. As you said, I don't care what age you are. I don't... I don't care what gender you are. I don't care what nationality you are. We're humans living in a world where we can start making a difference by doing things differently. Absolutely. Now, if you're, Absolutely. If you're to leave our audience with two or three words of wisdom today around loving what they do, personal growth, anything that you feel might empower them with a key thought, what would that be? Oh, gosh. Oh, I think it's just allowing yourself the time to reflect. I think um, if you don't have a coach now, but you know you don't you don't necessarily need a coach to create some space to really connect with who you are. 
um, ask some close friends, what do you see as my strengths? What is it, you know, try to get some more, uh, a sense of, of who am I in this world? Um, what's the gift that I give you? A lot of times we dismiss our true gifts because we've been, we've been used to living in our body and, and being the person that we are. Um, and so I think allow yourself, give yourself the gift of reflection time to, to really ask yourself some questions around, you know, what really matters to me now? What, you know, what are my strengths and, uh, what, um, what do I want to do with, with these strengths in the world? And just, just spend that, use that as the starting point. I love that. I love that. And I am so grateful that you have tuned in from Canada to spend some time with me today. Well, thank you, Christina. I am so delighted to be here. This has been wonderful. And, and like you said at the beginning, um, I feel like I found my soul sister in terms of <laughs> just have such similar paths and just similar, um, you know, ways of being in the world. And, and it's so exciting and, and inspiring for, for me to, to spend this time with you. So thank you very much. Thank you. And I can't wait for our next one. So, so, so Jackie, would you like to say goodbye to everyone? Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening. It's been just a pure joy to be here. Thank you. All right. So let me wrap up the show. Thank you for joining us today. As I said, this is Christina Foxwell and Jackie Arnold. Uh, Jackie's in Canada. Christina's in Australia. And we have loved spending time with you today. Really want to inspire you to find your joy, to find your purpose, to live your best life and to work on who you are every day, not for any other reason, but for yourself. Uh, we want to encourage you if you'd like to reach out if you're in Canada please reach out to Jackie on I Heart My Work um, and you know find her on LinkedIn I would love you to connect with her if you'd like to reach out to me on the bottom part of the world in Australia please do that uh, my my website address is www.ignitepurpose.com.au uh, and please find Jackie and myself on LinkedIn I will be tagging us make friends with us we want to impact you positively and we would really like you to really rise in your life and achieve the things that you were really destined to. This is Christina Foxwell and Jackie, and we're signing out and we're saying have a beautiful day. Take care. Bye.